Did you know that it is actually very difficult to get a constitutional amendment ratified, despite the fact that Congress is essentially a perpetual amending convention? After all, they can propose an amendment at any time, and all it takes is a two-thirds vote from each House to propose an amendment. Now, of course, we have a safeguard in that three-fourths of the states have to ratify any proposed amendment in order for it to become part of the Constitution. But since the ratification of our Constitution in 1789, there have been roughly 12,000 proposed amendments initiated in the Congress. This according to a Pew Research article, which you'll find in the show notes. But despite those 12,000 amendments being initiated in Congress, only 33 have gone to the states for ratification, and just 27 of those have made it all the way to the Constitution. In fact, over the last 20 years since 1999, members of Congress have introduced roughly 750 proposed constitutional amendments, and in that time, only 20 of them have come to a vote in either the House or the Senate. So it is very difficult to get an amendment approved to the Constitution. Well, in this episode, we're going to talk about the six amendments that have been proposed but not ratified. This is the Free to be Free podcast, encouraging you to assert your liberty because you are free to be free. Our discussion of the unratified amendments is going to start in 1789, when shortly after ratification of the Constitution, Congress got to work on proposing amendments which would turn into the Bill of Rights. And this first Congress actually proposed 12 amendments to the Constitution. Now, if you know the Bill of Rights, you may be thinking, wait a minute, that's the first 10 amendments to the Constitution, and you would be correct. The 10 amendments, which we consider the Bill of Rights, are actually proposed amendments 3 through 12. The first two of those 12 proposed amendments were not immediately ratified. And actually, the first one never has been ratified, and the second one wasn't ratified until recently, the 1990s, and this is now the 27th Amendment of the Constitution, which places limitations on when congressional pay raises can take effect. So this first amendment, first proposed amendment, which is still unratified, had to do with the size of Congress. So it initially set the representation of Congress at one representative per 30,000 citizens. From there, that limit would be raised to one representative 
per 40,000 citizens, and then eventually one representative per 50,000 citizens. Now, this amendment has not been ratified, and today we have one representative in Congress representing approximately 750,000 citizens, or three-quarters of a million. And as you know, the House of Representatives consists of 435 members today. But what if this amendment had been ratified? What if we had to have one representative for every 50,000 citizens? Well, that would result in a House of Representatives of somewhere between five and 6,000 members. Now, at first blush, that may seem pretty unwieldy. But in reality, that would mean the representation that we have in the House of Representatives is very similar to the representative that you have in your state government. There are roughly 5,000 state representatives in the United States. So think about that. Wouldn't it be nice to have your representative in the United States Congress be every bit as accessible and accountable to you as your state representative. That could make for a very interesting change. The next unratified amendment was proposed in 1810, and it would have required anybody who received a title from a foreign nation to surrender their citizenship. This amendment has been ratified by 12 states so far, and technically could still be ratified as part of the Constitution if another 24 states sign on with ratification. The next or third unproposed amendment was proposed in 1861. And given that timing, it shouldn't be a surprise to you that it has to do with slavery. And in fact, it was an amendment that prohibited any amendments to the Constitution that would abolish slavery. Now, thankfully, it uh, only received two states ratifying it, and it is really a moot point in that we already have the 13th Amendment abolishing slavery. Now, on June uh, 2nd of 1926, our fourth unratified amendment was proposed, and it had to do with child labor. It sought to give Congress the power to limit and regulate child labor. The fifth unproposed amendment is the Equal Rights Amendment, which was proposed in 1972. And it basically stated that equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. Now, when this amendment was proposed, there was a seven-year time limit on ratification. And it, in fact, did not get three-fourths of the states to ratify by its time limit. But the limit was later extended up until 1982, and it still did not receive the requisite number of states to ratify that amendment. And finally, the sixth uh, proposed amendment, which has not been ratified, is one that would give Washington, D.C. an equal representation with the states in Congress and electing the president and in implementing Article 5 of the Constitution. And this amendment also did not get ratified within its seven-year time limit. So there you have it. 
230 years since the ratification of the Constitution, over 12,000 potential proposed amendments, and of those, only 33 become official proposed amendments, and of those, 27 become part of the Constitution, and 6 lay in the dustbin of history as unratified amendments. So the point I'm trying to make with this is there is often a concern with an Article 5 Convention of the States that we're going to get some pretty radical amendments and it's going to be really dangerous. Well, the truth of the matter is a Convention of the States is a temporary amending convention to the Constitution and it is much safer than the perpetual amending convention that is Congress and either Congress or an amending convention can only propose amendments. And I think history has shown us when there's a really bad amendment, like that amendment proposing a ban on abolishing slavery, it's not going to get any traction and it's not going to be approved by the states. That is our final check and balance in the amendment process. So I would encourage you to check out the Convention of States project and get behind it. It's the solution that our founders left for an out-of-control federal government. This is the Free to be Free podcast. I'm Paul Phillips. The opinions expressed are my own. You can learn more about the Convention of States project at conventionofstates.com. You can also find the Convention of States Project on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. The first thing that you'll want to do at conventionofstates.com is to learn the issue for yourself. Then you'll want to sign the petition to let your state legislators know that you are ready to assert your liberty through an Article 5 Convention of the States. Until next time, stay free, my friends.